0: See how I mixed it up?
1: You did. I, I burped in the middle of it. And I had to pause. <laughs> I didn't hear you burp in the middle it of it. It was a light one.
0: Oh, <laughs> just a little baby burp. Hi, everybody. It's Rob Riggle.
1: I'm Sarah Tiana, and
0: this is Riggle's Picks. Uh, Chandler with us as always, um, and we got dressed up for today's show. <laughs> we?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I obviously I'm. You can't see me obviously, but that's what we got to figure out a video component to this too, <laughs> no. so people can see. Because I'm in a I'm in a business casual suit right now, uh, shaved and ready to go.
1: Casual business more. <laughs> that should be the name of your comedy album. <laughs> Just casual business.
0: Casual business, y'all. Um, I'm still in my gym jams with my hair standing straight up because it's spring break. And I don't care.
1: When I came to the door, I was like, oh, I I guess I'll come to the front door because we're at your house and I've never been here. So I didn't know which way to come in. And you came walking up to the door and I was like, am I early? (laughs) 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 Did I wake you up?
0: Did he quit? Did he quit on life? Is he that much of a piece of garbage?
1: (laughs) No, definitely didn't think about quitting on life. I I
0: should have come. I should have. If I was quick enough, I would have grabbed a beer real quick. (laughs) And come to the door with the beer in hand and been like, What are you doing here?
1: <laughs> that would have been the move. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? And I would have just froze, like, oh my God. I'm I am wrong.
0: <laughs> Another classic day with Wriggle. Just yeah, unbelievable, this guy. This
1: is exactly what I have I think I just I don't know the things that I want from you until I get them. And then I'm like, this is what I needed. I needed this image in my brain for the rest of my life so that when people ask me about our friendship, I can go, you know what sums up our friendship?
0: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm on spring break. And I say I am. My kids are. Which means I am. I'm on spring break. And here's the deal. I had to get up at 6 this morning. Six, so I could do Johnny Dare radio show in Kansas City to promote the Big Slick. Right. And Johnny is the best. He's such a good guy, such a nice guy. Uh, and he's always been such a great supporter of the Big Slick that if he asks and I'm available, I'm in. You know, it's just okay. an automatic. I'm going to do it to support him, or, or I don't even know if support him. he's supporting me, I guess. But. Um, Anyway, I love the guy. So I, I had to get up early this morning, which explains this. because then break? I, Yeah. But then I was in my office when I did it, so I I just never really changed. I just kind of stayed like this. Because I looked and I was like, I could go work out or I could I could have another one of these Starbucks Frappuccino coffees <laughs> and uh, sit here, read the paper. I think I'll do that. Is Not that quite you, the cardio I was looking for, but.
1: Is that yeah. what you've been doing since 6 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Just chilling?
0: maxing and relaxing. (laughs) No productivity at all. If
1: you have a day off, which you never do, Uh what do you do on your day off?
0: I I truly wouldn't know what to do. Probably go play golf. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, um, I don't know what it's like though. I don't have, I haven't had a, what I would consider a true day off, like where you're not on the hook, because even if I have a day off, so to speak, or let's say I have five hours off, mm-hmm. um, you're still on the hook. We are, my wife and I are on the hook for uh, cab service for the kids. Cab. Like you're always picking up or dropping off. Always, always, <laughs> always. And we're dividing and conquering. Who do you got? Okay, I'll go here and do this. You do that. Uh, and that's if, that's if I'm around. You know, if I'm not, I'm working. Right. So, eh, no yeah. pr- and I'm not complaining. This is not complaining. Does it sound like complaining? No. I'm not not complaining. I'm not
1: complaining. No, I'm I'm very,
0: very happy about all of it. It's all good. Okay. Yeah.
1: So um, yesterday was Sunday. Wow. Did you have the day off on Sunday, so to speak?
0: No. Uh, Well, yes. Yes and no. Like, there was no work. Um, uh, I got up early to watch the Masters. Mm -hmm. Uh, And actually, can I tell you? I like the fact that it started early. That's
1: so funny because Chris said the same thing today. I liked it. Yeah.
0: So I was, like, I was like, I hope bad weather rolls in all the time on Sunday. They need to think about maybe doing that. <laughs> now, I know the players are like, that sucks, and they don't want to do it. But I liked it.
1: Yeah, because Tiger said he got up at 345 in the morning because yeah. he has to do all of his stretches. And, That's right. Um, yeah, you know, limber get this- up,
0: get his mind right do all the mental prep that he does, do all the physical prep that he does. He has a routine. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sure he's not alone. All those professionals, you know, at that level do that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. But what is that? Like, what are you doing? And I get
0: it. I do. In a way I get it. Like I'm a amateur hacker golfer, mm-hmm. but when I go play, you just don't go get out of your car and start playing. You need time to warm up physically stretch, do some, uh, hit the, hit a few balls with, you know, chip a few balls, putt, Drive. You kind of have to get all your clubs out of your bag and, and kind of take them for a little bit of a walk because you got to get your timing down. And you kind of have to work through any of the, the swing thoughts that you're having or, you know, any bad processes you're doing and try and just get a rhythm going. And then you tee off. And so in order to do that, you got to be at the golf course an hour before you play.
1: Yeah. Most, yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, and then you tee off, and then it's a four-hour round, and then you need an hour in the pub afterward. <laughs> For at least two, maybe three beers Mm -hmm. to reminisce and Mm -hmm. talk with your buddies. Right. So it's a full day.
1: You know, Chris was like, I'm getting up early. I'm going to watch it. And I was like, can't we just turn it on in the bed and like have it on? And then about seven o'clock, he rolls over and he goes, I'm going to go watch in the living room because you're not watching it. And I go... Ugh, like all right fine and then like half an hour later he's like my friend burger came over and we're watching and i'm like "Wait, well, you invited company over in the time like that i wouldn't get out of bed and then the next half an hour later he comes in with bacon because he's made bacon he's like do you want some bacon i'm like i'm up okay i'm up i'm up like how many more
0: <laughs> well you weren't taking it seriously <laughs> yeah, sarah I god
1: not. i mean because i'm like i'm more of a nine after the ninth hole then i'll be invested because everything changes usually i
0: can I tell you if you're going to miss anything miss the front nine who gives it yeah. who gives a shit right you know it, don't get me wrong it's enjoyable to watch mm-hmm. if you've got the time but if you if you have to get some business done get it done early yeah because you want to be there for the back nine that's where the action is
1: yeah I mean, That's where it
0: all comes down. I
1: just remember last year, like the amount of times I heard, Tigers in the zone, like <laughs> over and over and over again. Uh, I was like, I can't hear that this year and then be disappointed if he doesn't win. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he was talking about the, the master's pool that he runs. And like you, you basically pick five go- golfers, one from each category, one through, um, one through ranked one through 50 so every 10, you know, you have to pick one and then whoever has the lowest score based off of those golfers wins. And he's like, gosh, I want to pick Tiger. And I'm like, you got to not pick Tiger because then you can still cheer for Tiger. So like if you lose, if, if Tiger makes you lose, then you're doubly upset. Yeah. If you pick, don't pick Tiger, you can still cheer for him because like, if you didn't bet on him and he wins, great. Everybody wins because we all want Tiger to win. Yeah. So, but like betting on him and hoping that he will help you win your bet, that's not good. Yeah, I don't think that's good.
0: Well, I got to tell you, and, and eventually you were dragged into it. Yes. Um, but it was one for the ages. It was <sighs> so spectacular. You're talking about a guy, the last time he won the Masters, was in uh, 2005. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that's 14 years ago. And that's the longest gap between wins. For anybody? No, for Masters, to win a Masters. 14 years. And the last time he won uh, a major was the U.S. Open uh, in 2008. Right. And then his troubles really started in around 2009. Mm -hmm. At the end of 2009, beginning of 2010, is when he really had you know he had his uh, personal problems he had his physical problems mm-hmm. um, and uh, it really unraveled for him and then of course you know it got it all got compounded with surgeries with mm-hmm. pain meds with uh the shame of that was being thrown on him um for for his personal conduct um, and and he put himself into a shame corner for yeah. a long time i think and then he started to because I do believe I personally believe in some I do believe there's some sort of mind body connection yeah and and some sort of a spirit mind body I believe that if your mind isn't right if you're carrying around shame if you're carrying around uh, fear guilt. guilt all these things uh, it it manifests itself in your body I mm-hmm. do believe that because yeah. I've I've either experienced it or seen it in other people. Um, and I think that that all came down on him like an avalanche Yeah. Um, and then to have to live in that and have to deal with that judgment and, and people don't understand what it's like at that level. No. Uh, you know where you can't even go outside and you feel the eyeballs of everybody on you mm-hmm. and you feel the weight of their judgment and you feel their nastiness and you feel their some people are actually rooting for you to to fail mm-hmm. and and there's just so much ugliness around that and then there are people who aren't like that who are you know who are willing to forgive and move you know like and 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 move on but you, it's, like, um, it's like on instagram you you, you read 100 comments 90 of them are, are great and nice and friendly and 10 of them are shitty. Mm-hmm. And you just remember the 10 shitty ones, yeah. you know. And so for him to overcome those things, for him to learn. And I do think he went through some personal growth. You can actually look at the interviews. Someone pointed this out uh, yesterday. Um, when, when Tiger used to win these tournaments, he would walk off. He'd give his dad a hug and then he'd go to the clubhouse. fill out his card, get his trophy and go home. No one was there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: No one. Mm -hmm. And when I say no one, I'm talking about his peer group. None of the other golfers were there to shake his hand or celebrate with him or be joyful for him. He walked off the course this time. He was greeted by his children, his girlfriend, his mother. Uh, All the golfers were waiting for him Mm -hmm. as he approached the clubhouse. And I'm talking about the young, the old You know, multi-generation of golfers, former champions, guys that hadn't won yet, Ricky Fowler, you know, all these guys waiting to shake his hand and tell him congratulations. Now, that to me says he has grown as a person. Right. You know, clearly he has learned some lessons over these last several years and they worked out because he's obviously back winning majors again. Yeah um and so you take the greatest golfer and you knock him down and he's got a champion in my opinion a champion's heart because that's what champions do they get back up when they get knocked down and he was knocked down in a big way and it was self-induced don't get me wrong but but that's human that's the human journey we're all we all knock ourselves down yeah you know and so for him to get back up uh i think that's the human story that makes it such a great comeback story
1: I cried. I cried yeah. a lot. It was powerful. Yeah, it was a really. It was powerful very powerful, moment. especially
0: when they juxtaposed his first oh. Masters win twenty two yeah. years ago in ninety seven, and he walked off, and his dad gave him the big hug, and then you cut to now, and he walks off. His dad has passed away, but his son was there. Mm-hmm. Powerful, oh, gosh, powerful, I mean,
1: like a little baby, me yeah. and Chris are just crying in the in the yeah house well it's
0: lot. it's but it, that's why people love it so much that's why you we get emotional, that's mm-hmm. why our emotions get stirred is because um the human journey, the story of of getting knocked down and getting back up and finding a way back, the redemption, mm-hmm. the courage, the comeback the all that human struggle is real, and it's there, and we saw it with our own eyes. And experienced it. Mm-hmm. And then when you, when you see it like that, when you, when you go through that with someone else or you watch it from afar, even you realize that y- you might have the ability to get back yes. up yes. if you get knocked down. And I think yeah. that's where it, it's such a cool thing. Yeah. So it was anyway, uh, I'm probably being way too uh, philosophical and deep today, but the truth is, is it was a true, awesome human story.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, like you said, though, it, it like golf is such a mental game. So for you to overcome the mental aspect mm. of being downtrodden, feeling bad for yourself, being mad at yourself, like we all punish our, like human beings can punish us as much as they want, but like. Yeah. I always say, like, there's no need to write terrible things on my Instagram. Like, you're not going <laughs> to say anything to me that I haven't already said to myself. <laughs> so uh, for for you to be able to overcome your own mental uh, struggles mm-hmm. and get back out there and play that kind of golf with all of that pressure. yeah. And I always – I mean, the whole time I'm, like, looking at Finao and Molinari and I'm like, it must be so hard to – to play with someone that everyone is cheering for and like people are being nice and clapping for you, but you know, nobody wants you to win. (laughs) Nobody wants you to win. That has to be so difficult, but on the opposite side, it has to be so difficult for Tiger too, knowing that everybody wants him to succeed. Sometimes that can mess with your mind just as much, Sure, you know, when people want you to get better. I remember, um, There was a Braves pitcher uh, in the early 2000s named Mark Wollers who uh, was like this great closer for us. And then he just kept struggling and struggling and doing bad. And people started cheering for him because they wanted him to. And that made it worse for him. Like he had such a hard time because he like the other pressure of people wanting like being like, you can do it. You can do it. Sometimes that is even harder to to overcome when. You just have to get, it's such a mental game. And it was, oh man, I just, and if you look at like the top, tw- you know, 20 finishers, everybody hit under par yeah. for the day, except for Molinari and F- Finau, who are playing with 70, Tiger. Yeah, They're at it. 74 and like 75, I think is what they shot. And was like, oh uh, yeah, no wonder. Like yeah. it was just, I mean, I don't know. The, pr- the
0: pressure's <laughs> intense and, and it, it is you know when you when you are tiger woods you know i, I like i know uh, but the pressure's got to be off the charts he was the first billion dollar athlete yes you know so you're talking about a, some an icon mm-hmm. someone who is he broke a lot of barriers you know golf traditionally a country club white dominated sport you know and and he came in and just kind of shattered that a little bit which is fantastic mm-hmm. because now look at the field it's way more diverse than yes. it used to be. And that's a wonderful thing for, for any organization or endeavor. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I told my son, we were watching the Masters mm-hmm. yesterday, and I said, uh, you should enjoy this because you're getting to be, you came along at a really cool time in sports. Like, I, I never got to see Babe Ruth play the game.
1: Right.
0: You know, uh, I think it would have been fun to see him play the game. Yeah. Uh, because he if his numbers obviously were what they were, mm-hmm. but I never saw the man play. Mm-hmm. Same thing with go down to Joe DiMaggio. Same thing with you know all the greats, Lou Gehrig and mm-hmm. Mickey Mantle. I never you know. Um, but you're getting to see Tiger Woods, and someday, you know, when they talk in the pantheon of golf, you're going to be able to say, oh, I you know I watched him play, or I got to, I remember when he won that Masters, or I. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you, it's cool to be able to do that, and we get to see. I got to see Michael Jordan play, and mm-hmm. my son gets to watch LeBron. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there's – to be able to – and we, and Tom Brady. We live in the era of Tom Brady, you know, so we got to see him play. And, and to be able to see the greatest of all time players is a pretty cool thing because I don't think anybody's ever going to go to nine Super Bowls again. Right. I doubt it. I doubt they're going to win six out of nine. Mm. So we did get to see that. Yeah. You know, and we get to see – uh uh I didn't get to see Jack Nicholas play he was before my time but I did get to see Tiger yeah so it's it's just cool to be part of that and and my son just kind of looked at me and said can we get ice cream I was like yeah, okay never mind <laughs> 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 it was all wasted <laughs> well
1: i just feel like with golf too it's like like those guys like Feinao and Molinari they just had one bad hole they had yeah. one really bad hole at, was it 12? I think yeah, it, it was 12. It was and at par three. It was it, just like, oh my God. And gosh. you know what
0: was amazing, too? You do feel like the golf gods were there because right before that, Brooks Kepka yeah. went in the drink.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. somebody else went in the drink. And then both Molinari and Tony went in the drink. Mm-hmm. And number 12, if you recall back in 2016, that's where Spieth went in the drink twice right. and lost it. Yeah. he had the, He had the lead. All the, way, all the way through yeah. to hole 12, all he had to do was close out, and it was his. And he took a, yeah. what was it, a quadruple bogey? Mm-hmm. He put four strokes back on the board or five strokes back on the board and then lost to Danny Wellett that year. And, you know, and Danny did fine. Don't, I'm not taking anything away from him, but it was Jordan's tournament. Mm-hmm. And it would have been back-to-back Masters for him. Yeah, but that whole twelve will sneak up and bite you in the ass.
1: Well, and then I kept saying like, I don't want Molinari to lose it. I want Tiger to win it. Yes, I didn't want it to. Yeah, be I don't like wish that. bad
0: on anybody. No, yet.
1: I don't want. I don't want Tiger to win because somebody else. I need him to come ahead and keep and keep birdying Surging, and be yeah. like sur- yeah, like take it, mm-hmm. not just like be like, well, I w- I won because these guys lost. Like yes. that's no fun.
0: Right, you want it. Uh you don't want to back into it. You want it to be earned. Yeah. I'm with you. And by the way, did you, speaking of earn, did you see Justin Thomas hole in one on 16? Yes. That, that was, was And it was like, I forget who went first, but like it was uh, Rom hit it within like two inches of the cup. So everybody was going nuts for that because it was one of the great shots yeah. at Masters on a Sunday at Masters. And then Justin snuck his ball right around <laughs> Rom's into the cup. I was like, you're kidding me? Unreal. Two of the greatest shots ever. Yeah. Oh, man. I know.
1: I was really inspired, and I know how Tiger feels. Uh, you know, like, I well, I know how Molinari feels because on Saturday, uh, I went and played putt-putt because I got very inspired. <laughs> of course. So, Chris and I went and played putt-putt, and, you know... I was like, watch me just hole-in-one this first hole. And then I did, like, totally on accident. You know, I just, like, I but hit. But you called your shot. Yeah, I hit this wheel spoke that I wasn't supposed to hit. <laughs> and it goes right in the hole. And I'm like, it has begun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the the shit-talking has begun. We had $10 on it, so I had a lot riding on it, just like Tiger did. And, uh, I like, I'm winning the whole the whole I 18 holes until the 17th hole and oh. I have one bad hole and I end up losing on one, I like by one stroke the whole game and oh I'm like God. no <laughs> this must be a Molinari. <laughs> That's how I felt the next day.
0: I uh, I completely I, relate. I went to the Masters last year.
1: I remember, yeah.
0: And uh, it was great. It, it, if you've never been to Augusta and you're a sports fan or a golf kid, uh, golf fan, it's a mecca. It's a it's a it's a must do. Um, And I was glad I went. I so wish I would have gone this year. Oh, yeah. Because this year would have been so special.
1: Yeah, Um, of course.
0: But I have to work because I guess I have to pay fucking bills.
1: Ugh. I hate that.
0: Ugh.
1: Bills. Bills.
0: Getting in the way of my master's (laughs) turn. So what's going on? What else is going on in baseball? What's going on? The Royals are not doing well, I don't believe.
1: Oh, do you want to talk about that? The Braves
0: are. The Braves are
1: doing Great.
0: Well, I saw them. We they were, they were just court. playing uh, the, Mets. the Mets. I saw them on the TV the other night, and they were winning in the bottom of the – oh, they won, as a matter of fact, now that I, I, yeah, I did yes, watch it to the conclusion. it was DeGrom
1: conclusion. versus Teron and they, uh, on Sunday Night Baseball, and we also played on Saturday on ESPN as well, which was like pretty rare for me to see the Braves on ESPN Yeah, you get a lot ESPN of airtime. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: but the, Bra- the baby Braves are back, man. I really? Mean, well, we lost two to the Mets, and I was like, oh, man, there goes that that fun and mm. then they came back and they won the last two which is good cuz the Mets are in first the Mets are on fire. Yeah. So for us to 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 for me to feel like we can beat the Mets. And honestly, the the way that we're winning is we're just scoring so many runs that like even when our 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 closers come in and they start giving runs back, we're we're far enough ahead <laughs> that we're not blowing it, but it, What
0: Here's my thing. I'm with thing? the uh, you know, I'm a Royals fan.
1: You are? Yeah. Okay.
0: So I I'm on Instagram and I follow the Royals. Right. All they ever do is put up highlights of awesome Royals things. <laughs> which is like, you know, Gordon hit you know, hits a two run, you know, or oh, you know, O'Hare hit or, or Hearn hit this and so I'm watching, and I'm going, Oh, that's amazing. We're kicking ass all over the place. And then <laughs> you talk about propaganda news. <laughs> uh, they they don't ever post the final score. <laughs> So I'm watching, I'm going, man, we're just dominating. We are <laughs> dominating. And then I look down and I'm like, I look at the box score and I'm like, we're still what? What are we? <laughs> you know, I, I got to look it up. What are we? Have we even won 10 games yet? I don't even know.
1: We, uh, well, a big thing for us has been, you know, this year we signed Josh Donaldson to a one year deal. And uh, we've just been kind of like he's been great defensively and he's been good offensively. But he he hit his first home run on Saturday and then he had another one on Sunday. And I'm like Donaldson in it. You know, <laughs> as soon as he gets locked in, we're going to be unstoppable. OK,
0: we're five and ten. <laughs> That's what the Royals are right oh, now. Sir. We're five and ten. OK. Um, and we're playing the White Sox um, today. So that means bad news for the White Sox. <laughs> Because we're coming for you, punk-ass motherfuckers. (laughs) We're going to lay down a stomp ass on you. That's who
1: you guys are playing when we go to the big slick.
0: You got that right. (laughs) Because we we want them all day. Every day.
1: Everybody wants the White Sox and the Pirates and the Reds. (laughs) Nobody can really explain what the Mariners are doing right now. The Mariners are like... I hear about teams, and, and I, I sometimes or...
0: forget they're in the league, right. still. I'm like Mariners, Mariners, oh yeah, Seattle, yeah. yeah, and then I'm like, oh, they play baseball up there.
1: Mhm and they,
0: I, like, I'm sorry, I know there's some probably uh, our big Seattle fan base <laughs> they're going to be <laughs> they're going to be all sideways, but honestly, when was the last time you guys made postseason? Does anybody oh, yeah I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. so help me out, you know
1: They have the best record in baseball. They are on fire. Like and nobody knows why. Like they don't have any star play. they don't have any like big players or anything. It's not like
0: That's good for them though. Mm-hmm. That's they're they're probably doing that uh, Billy ball, that small ball, that weird thing. That <laughs> money was, ball? Yeah, money ball.
1: <laughs> billy ball It's also a thing. It's a cheaper <laughs> version of money ball. <laughs> billy ball. They use Billy clubs. They don't even
0: use bats. What was Billy ball? Was that uh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there there was a Billy ball thing. I don't know. But who's that uh, manager for the Yankees? Billy Martin? Uh, I think they called it Billy Ball oh, okay. when he was uh, I anyway. was
1: just so ready to ream into you for not knowing <laughs> what Moneyball was and it was, it was actually a real thing <laughs>
0: yes yeah, I know, I mean, know what money is their
1: best player you know Ichiro retired on the first day of the season in Japan so everyone was like well that was nice of them to do like that's yeah. what we'll hear from the Mariners this year and then all of a sudden here they are and yeah, they've been uh they've been crushing it. Yes. They've been
0: the, doing really And there's well. and it, look, there's a lot I know baseball's early in the yeah. early in the go. So it's all, you know, we're what, 15 games in, okay, no big deal. Especially when we've got Stanley Cup and NBA playoffs going mm-hmm. on. But here's my thing. Good Lord Almighty. <laughs> oh. These playoffs last for two flippin' months.
1: Especially two in, months. Yeah, it's both. like
0: like the 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 friggin' NCAA tournament. Is a two-week process, and we got a champion. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: this is a two-month
1: uh, process. I know.
0: I, I honestly, I get to like mid-May, and I'm like, "What? There's still playoffs going on." Yeah. Ugh.
1: It, they don't believe in a buy like a first-round <laughs> bye. Like if you, uh, it's nuts. And, and
0: there's I don't even know what it is, but I think isn't it like eight eight teams in the West and eight teams in the East? Yeah. So you got sixteen teams that make the playoffs. Well, I think there's only thirty-two teams in the league. So you got half fifty <laughs> half of your league makes the playoffs it's just eh, i know and
1: then this whole first round like most of the games are blowouts most of these games they're winning by like 20 points and it's like yeah yeah.
0: i get it okay but here's i tune in generally speaking when we're talking about nba basketball i tune in in june yeah give me the finals because then they play both ends of the court then they care then all of a sudden everybody shows up at every game Mm -hmm. and it matters yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'm like, eh.
1: No, I know. Eh. NBA doesn't, I'm not even interested in the NBA until the playoffs because yeah. it's a really long season. Uh, you know, and people say that about baseball too, but at least the baseball playoffs, it's like a little bit more difficult to win, well, and, you know.
0: And you can go to a game like tonight. Royals are playing the Red uh, White Sox. You're going to see all the best players. Yeah. You know, no one's sitting out in December. No, You know, like in, in basketball, a lot of these pros, they sit out. Early so that they can be ready for the tail when it matters, like now. Mm -hmm. And they so they they don't even go travel half the time. It's like, what? How is that even an option? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I am picking on the NBA. Don't mean to pick on them too much. They do bring a lot of entertainment, and they are outstanding athletes, and they play great basketball. I just wish it was. I don't know. I wish it was a little more.
1: Yeah, you know, and it's a, it's so funny. Like people are always like, well, the NBA just has so many more stars. And I'm like, yeah, because they don't wear hats or helmets. Yeah. Like they're recognizable. <laughs> like you see yeah. these guys. Also, they're and seven feet tall. Right. So a and guy there's not that many in, of them. Like he probably plays in the NBA.
0: And there's not there's not that many of them. No. You know, there's only five in your starting lineup. Yeah. You know, you got uh, eleven in football, and like you said, they're all under helmets and pads. You yeah. know.
1: <laughs> and there's fifty of them. Exactly. It's just like oh yeah yeah. I always like. I always feel like regular NBA used to have a bit about it where I just talked about how like it's not even interesting until the last two minutes of the game. Nobody's trying. It's like every bad sexual relationship I've ever been in. I'm like, hurry up, quit dribbling and just shoot, you know? God damn. Uh, so anyway, it's, uh, that's the NBA for me. I, I enjoy hockey a little bit more at the playoffs, but... Because the Kings aren't in it, and I'm just like. Nah.
0: Talk, talk to me, Chan. Chan is Chan's been following, and Chan is way into this. Oh now, yeah, I, yeah. I, right. I actually hosted the NHL Awards back in 2016 or 15. Oh wow! And kind of like got King's to know 100. a lot of the players, and kind of it was a little more dialed in. I have since lost my finger on the pulse <laughs> of the NHL, but I do know the playoffs are going on, and I know that Chan is very excited. Chan, break it down for us.
2: Well, I mainly am excited because I just figured out how Columbus has all free agents this year, Mm -hmm. and they decided to keep them for the playoffs, which was a bold move, and Tampa Bay is the biggest, like, they've done, they've had the best record this season, and Columbus has come in and literally destroyed them the first three games, and you have to win four out of seven, so they beat Tampa Bay at home, or at Tampa Bay's home first, twice, And now last night, uh, Sunday night, they beat them in Columbus. So if they beat them again Tuesday, which we'll – I mean, the podcast will be out Thursday, so we'll already know. Then they go on. So it's like this huge upset how Tampa Bay is – so there's been fights. They're, like, fighting with the refs. It's a crazy game, so it's just exciting. We were at a bar last night, and it was so exciting to watch – because you're like, oh, my gosh, this is a Cinderella story right now, and I'm very into it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's And that's what makes sports great, too. I, and, and the Golden Knights out of yeah. Vegas, they're kicking butt, too, right oh, now. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, last year, they weren't yeah. supposed to even be, like, contenders. It was their first year in the league, and then all of a sudden, like, they're going for the Stanley Cup totally. in the final, and you're like, what? But also the ba- the crazy thing about Tampa Bay is like because they uh, have been so desperate to win, they threw that late hit on. <laughs> Do you want to ha- answer Chris, that?
0: Chris Speezy calling me right now. Put and him on. Voicemail. Oh. <laughs> He'll ruin the show. He'll ruin it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Tampa Bay uh, throws a late hit. So one of their main players, is he suspended? Or is uh, there the was the one suspended. he's suspended? Yeah, he's, so their biggest player—I forget his name—but he's uh, suspended because he got—he—he he had a like a high hit on a, a head hit on a guy, oh. like completely ridiculous. Didn't even need to do it, and just being an idiot and like they're desperate. They're. Oh,
0: yeah. oh my gosh! Yeah. Where, now Great. help me out because again, I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, my finger's not on the pulse right now, but. <laughs> Right now. Right now. But where's Nashville? They were great. The Predators were great. The Predators were great. Mm -hmm. Are they in the playoffs? Yeah, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Good. And
1: uh, next week uh, is the NFL draft in Nashville. So I'm going to go out there for a couple days before I go to Minneapolis because I'm doing shows at the House of Comedy in Minnesota.
0: Give them the dates. Give them the dates. I
1: think it's April the 24th through the 26th, I believe. Nice. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever those dates are. Awesome. uh, at House of Comedy in the Mall of America but if I'm in Nashville for uh, a Predators game I'm going to try to go to that because it's going to be so cool yeah the Predators are great
2: we went to a Predators game um, around Christmas, and their arena's crazy. Like, I didn't know, because I grew up like an hour from Nashville. Uh-huh. I didn't know that the fans were that into hockey, but they well, they throw catfish on the, <laughs> I've, on seen the I've seen on that. I've seen that. And I was like, I'm about this. I don't know what's happening, <laughs> but I'm about it. And you
1: know... You know who's the biggest uh, person that does that is uh, I think he's on the offensive line of the Titans Taylor Lewand. <laughs> and he's this giant dude and he they they people like wrap these catfish around with saran wrap yeah, around like a, their like body like a drug meal under their
0: shirt like a drug meal only it's, stink, it's stinky it's stinky wet catfish <laughs> yes. how dedicated do you have to be to 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 Tape catfish to your body.
1: Also, I don't know where the catfish thing came from, and like why they throw the catfish. Because in Detroit, it's like octopus or something. Yeah. So I don't know if they were like, "Well, we ain't got no octopus down here. <laughs> we, got we got a lot of catfish. We out. ain't
0: got no big city octopus." <laughs> but I tell you, we got lots of. No,
1: I ain't throwing no sushi out on the rink. <laughs> I think
0: uh, I think Jethro's got himself some catfish now.
1: I'll throw an actual meal out there. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw something out there. People won't. God damn it! <laughs> Can you imagine the first person who came up with that, and then all of his like friends being like, "Dude, yeah, that's a good idea." Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Why not? We ain't going to yeah. eat it. We got too much. Well,
0: that's right. Tommy got himself a catfish threw it on the eyes. <laughs> no, you didn't, Tommy. Did you do that? You goddamn right. I did that. <laughs> Why'd you do it, Tom? Oh, shit, man. I had more catfish I could handle.
1: Well, I got a whole pond out back. <laughs> I just grow me some more.
0: Didn't feel like it was right to keep it on catfish <laughs> myself.
1: That sound like it's <laughs> <laughs> you feel at home? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is this the dinner table at Chandler's house? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Jethro, you better eat all your catfish. If you don't, we're going to throw it out on the ice. No, you ain't, Daddy. Watch me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you think I won't do it?
1: <laughs> there are starving children in China, but let's make them more jealous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I them how I show them how we waste that catfish?
1: Yeah. Shit. We got so much of it. <laughs> Boom. Got some Nashville sushi throwing it out there.
0: (laughs) Cause we keeping
1: it classy down here in Nashville on Broadway. <laughs> that's the thing about Nashville fans, though. Like, it's because like they don't. That's their only other sport besides the Titans, and the Titans yeah. haven't really given them a whole lot to cheer right. about lately. Right. So uh, you got you got the Predators that come in, and once they got PK, it was like, oh shit, we're a team, you know. And then Carrie Mrs. Underwood who plays on the team. Sure, yeah, sure. He's uh, you know. And by
0: the way, Nashville is becoming a. Uh, It's always been a really cool town. Yeah. And now it's becoming like this weird mecca for bachelorette parties and it's Broadway. You know, it's got all these great bars and it's kind of turning into like this east of the Mississippi, Vegas.
2: Oh, yes. They call it Nash Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a cool thing. There's a, and Sarah reminded me the other day, there's a karaoke bar there Mm -hmm. because there's so much karaoke. It's so fun. That's, is it this Christmas karaoke? It's Santa's Pub. And you can't drink liquor. No, they
1: don't serve liquor.
2: Yeah. Explain it to him.
1: They don't serve liquor because that makes men do crazy things. That's what <laughs> Santa says. It's a double-wide trailer. It's on the east side of Nashville. I have to take you there sometime. Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: Uh, you can smoke inside, so it's a little rustic. Uh, they only serve beer. Uh, you're not allowed to do any songs with cursing in it because there's ladies present. Dang. Uh-huh. And you just never know who's going to be there. I mean, there'll be, like, all these tourists in there being like, I walk the line," and then yeah. all of a sudden, here comes Dwight Yoakum and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> (laughs) What's he gonna sing? And he's not singing a Dwight yoakum song. He's already sang those. You know what I mean? So fun. You just never know who it's gonna be. And they have these like old, disgusting wood tables, kind of like the one we're sitting at now. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) like it is like not. It's not. They are not trying to be fancy. They are just. You just go there, and it's open till four a.m. every night.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: so much fun because that is really just cool. the clientele makes it real. So if you know about it, you know, it's also voted be- best dive bar in America. It's been voted that three years in a row ever since Santa reopened it. Yeah. The guy that owns it, everybody calls Santa because he has a long, like, he looks like the guy from the Oak Ridge Boys with a oh. long beard, you know, yes. and he drives a red uh, Toyota. Like, it makes perfect. Opposite. Everything.
0: It's all adding up. <laughs> yeah. It's all adding up. There's that only one possible conclusion and that's Santa. <laughs>
1: I do follow him on Instagram. It's great. He only posts pictures of himself with celebrities, like every celebrity that comes in there. Uh, Yeah, I shot my pilot there. I've been wanting to shoot a live show in Nashville just because so many people go there. Like Monday through Sunday, it is packed on Broadway. And there is nothing for them to watch. Like there's no live shows for them to go to because like there's only like so many shows at the Ryman. There's not like, yeah. there's not shows with like famous people that you can go see every night. So if you did a, a weekly Monday through Friday show there, like a either a late night show or a morning show, like a Good Morning America, like there's well, no I'm, reason that shouldn't be going on.
0: I remember about uh, eight, eight or nine. No, it'll be longer than that. God, probably, yeah, nine years ago I was doing stand up uh, and I uh, went to Nashville mm-hmm. and played, what is it there? Zanies. Zanies. Thank mm-hmm. you. So I'm doing Zanies in Nashville, and that was the last time I'd been there. Then I went, uh, so that was nine years ago, and I went, um, and it was great. had a blast and everything. Mm -hmm. Went last fall down to uh, play golf in this tournament for the Vanderbilt Mm Children's Hospital down there Mm -hmm. with uh, Rascal Flats. Oh, nice. And uh, I was shocked at how much it had changed and grown and how much money had been infused into the the bar district on Broadway. And I was, it, 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 it. was almost completely different and bigger and better and brighter Mm -hmm. and more people like there was standing room only on the sidewalks. It was truly insane.
1: We should think about doing a live podcast from there for like a few days because my friend John Rich also owns a bar down there on Broadway and he has this giant house like his house in Nashville is like, um, if you, if you were a redneck and you won the lottery, yeah, and you were like, I'm going to get me. <laughs>
0: I'm going to get me a pool. <laughs> I'm
1: going to get me a pool shaped like a guitar. Yeah. And that's what he has. And I'm I'm gonna get me uh, the yeah. the the Camaro from Cannonball Run. Yeah. I'm gonna get.
0: I'm gonna get me a solid gold Cadillac. <laughs> yeah. Solid, With suicide yeah, doors. Yeah. Okay,
1: Mr. Rich. Anything else? Yes. Few more. Yeah, few I'm more things. I'm not done. <laughs> well, I'm not done. Yeah. I'm gonna get a wine cellar where I just where I people just go gold, and complain. That's where a, you go to wine. I'm
0: on a solid gold John Deere front loader. <laughs> Why would sir? Solid gold.
1: <laughs> he has a disco ball shaped like a saddle that is in his bar. He always says he has a house in his bar. It's a 250-seat bar in the middle of his house. That's a, So I've been performing in Nashville for 14 years. Oh. I just started performing at Zany's five years ago. I only have ever performed at his house because he would throw these crazy parties, and I would do stand-up at these parties, and you just like – that's how I literally know so many country singers just because I've like roasted them there, yeah, or yeah. I've just seen them at that party, and that's we just so ended fun. up like hanging out.
0: All right, we're going.
1: Yeah, we're gonna go. We're
0: co- we're coming Nashville. <laughs>
1: we're coming for you. We're
0: coming for you. <laughs> don't even don't even try to get out of the way. <laughs> just <laughs> let the train hit you because we're coming. We're coming. Yeah, I'm coming to my karate yeah. gi.
1: But they have those uh, pedal taverns now, you know, where uh, that's because you can't. Uh, you can't you you can't drink on the street, but you can drink on a pedal tavern as long as it's not in a ve- a motorized vehicle. You can That's drink in so it. That's so awesome. Uh, so everybody has those pedal taverns, and then you just drink all night. Nashville they- gets it. <laughs> yeah, they get Nashville it.
0: Nashville gets it. I'm not
1: kidding. I mean, it's like two blocks of oh. space that they have on Broadway, but it is. Don't even think about trying to you know if you're gonna you better pick a bar and try and stay in it because yeah. it's gonna be hard to move around. Yeah. It's great.
0: Well, Chan, what do you got for us? Any, any news or viewer uh, uh, emails?
2: Yeah, I can uh, give you a turd award Ooh. nominee.
0: Oh, let's, let's get ready um, to put it on the big board.
2: Quick update, though, guys. We have a Wriggles Picks podcast Facebook page. What? Uh, yeah, we do. So what? go like it. There's a group in there for turd award nominations. I see some of you have already found it. Um, if you join the group, you can send me... Turd award nominations.
0: Oh, this is good. This is yeah. huge. We're doing this for you, the fans, you, the listeners, uh, to make your life easy because we know you you're encountering turds every day. You're reading about turds every day, and
2: yeah. we yeah. want to make it public <laughs> knowledge.
0: <laughs> we just want we just want to nominate them uh, the the right ones. We want to make sure we get the right people. Yeah. So send it into the Facebook.
2: Yeah, it's at Wriggles Picks Podcast. Uh, it's very easy to find. It's
0: public. All right. That's awesome.
2: Um, This nomination, I spoke to Gary the alcoholic this morning, who's been working more behind the scenes on the podcast the Mm -hmm. last few weeks. And he gave me an article that says, Australian wheelchair tennis event has been moved after the court, a $16 million court, was built on a slope.
0: Oh, (laughs) God. Oh, God.
1: A $16 million handicap or wheelchair-accessible tennis court is built on a slope. Mm
0: -hmm. That seems (laughs) seems really one of the first things (laughs) I think you would establish is let's make sure we have a nice flat surface. Hey,
1: Gulliver, can I have a question for you? (laughs) So we're building this court over here. Right, mate. And um, it's on a hill, but, I mean, they can just roll faster, right? That's
0: right. Not a problem.
1: (laughs) Well, like, should we put gators down at the uh, bottom? Yeah, go ahead,
0: build it. <laughs> build it now, come? Build it, they're not going to
1: say anything. <laughs> hey, they should just be thankful to be outside, right?
0: <laughs> oh my what? god. I want I want to punch this architect in the face.
1: Do you think that architect was like, "No, they'll the ground'll level out yeah. of it eventually."
0: Hey, eventually it'll settle. <laughs> What's everybody in such an uproar? <laughs>
1: what? So when they got out on the court, were they r-
0: were they just drifting? Were <laughs> they, just they like? And they had to move it. And if, if there's been
2: no like sanctions that it's going to
1: be changed yet. <sighs> but it, it was an international event, and they had to. Is an international event, and they had to.
0: What kind of buffoonery <laughs> is this? Honestly, like the 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 contractor who built it, does, never heard of a level. Yeah, just lay a level down and say, "Oh yeah, guess what?" Or just stand there and go, "It's weird. I feel like I'm tilting to the right." Yeah, like and, and this is—I'm sorry, guys. This is for the for the wheelchair folks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good idea. The
1: contractor. We find out the contractor has one short, one leg shorter than the other, so he just didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> He's just walking around like, no, seems seems level to me. <laughs> I don't know. Just seems fine.
0: I don't know what all the tussles about.
1: <laughs> What?
0: All right. So, yeah, I, this this guy, whoever designed this court, built this court, <laughs> uh, really.
1: He uh, needs to get served more than anybody else, probably, <laughs> right? Like,
0: <laughs> We're going to put him on the big board for discussion <laughs> uh, because that feels like a turd well, move. Wait,
1: can I just ask a question, though? Like, why aren't all tennis courts already handicapped? accessible like do they have to have a special court
0: i don't know i don't know what, I don't I know what think, the rules are why why it would be different than a regular no court
1: steps on a normal court <laughs> right
0: no but maybe it's the maybe it's the the uh the the what am i looking for the not the boundaries i guess the boundaries maybe of it so on a i have i have no idea i'm mm-hmm. speculating mm-hmm. But I'm guessing, you know, wheelchairs take longer to uh, decelerate and accelerate as they're moving, trying to make their shots.
1: Right. So oh, maybe so they
0: need more room on the sides. The
1: lines are drawn differently. Maybe,
0: or the, I mean, maybe it's a regular size court, you know, regulation size court. But on the outside of the court, they're, they need more room to make turns or make more room to to get around. I don't know. I'm yeah, speculating. I know like I said, so I'm just incredible. guessing. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, that the, what's his name? Uh, Australian super turd just got put on the board for discussion. Uh, yeah, we got time for one. More. I think we got time for yeah. one more and okay. then we'll call it. A- so
2: um, actually, this is just a news article I found and I wanted to tell you about on air. <laughs> so yeah, I know there's that you're a big fan of KFC.
0: Well, I was the colonel for a while. So yes. And even before that, I, I put a dent in some kernels.
2: Yeah. So Singapore has made a new KFC chicken sandwich, and the buns are fried mac and cheese buns. So I saw it, and I was like, "This is a wriggle sandwich."
0: How does this even stay together? <laughs> what kind well, of madness is this? It's
1: a it's a it's a chicken sandwich, and the bun is like macaroni and cheese.
0: Case. I'm yeah, it's 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 breaded.
1: Oh, it's fried so the, mac and cheese. It's fried inside. mac and
0: cheese. So that's, so, that's okay. how it stays together. Uh, I'm looking at a picture right now. Otherwise, I wouldn't have believed it. I would have called you a liar and thrown you out of my house. <laughs> but I'm seeing it with my own eyes. And it's, so it is. It's, it's crusty. It's like a, a breaded mac and cheese on top of chicken. I, my mouth is literally salivating right now. <laughs> it it's is? It's watering right uh. now.
1: This looks. How, why is it that food you could normally only get at a fair once a year is now coming into <laughs> restaurants on a daily basis? Because
0: people are gross. Because people are just gross.
1: And this is in Singapore. They should know better. Yeah,
0: they should know better.
1: Singapore.
0: Usually, they have healthy diets. Yeah, in Singapore. I
1: know. Have you been to Singapore? Never. So I've been there and like the food there, you know, Singapore street food is, uh, is one of the only places in the world where chefs can get a Michelin star because the Singapore street food is like that good. Wow. Uh, but the rest of the, you know, Singapore notoriously, it's like $5,000 if you get a speeding ticket. Oh, in wow. Singapore and like
0: yeah, I know they have harsh rules. They
1: have really hard yeah. You can't spit on the ground. That's where that guy got flogged. Remember the guy that got he got flogged? caned.
0: I thought or he did. Caned. I thought he he committed vandalism. Like didn't he? He vandalized oh, maybe it was something. He like vandalized that. some cars. I know
1: you get a ticket if you spit on the
0: ground or yeah. anything like that. He got that. caned for vandalizing cars. Okay, yeah.
1: well I went there and they had a zoo there that's only open at night and which is super fun because that's most animals are nocturnal so you're they're more awake so you know the lions all night are like Rah! you know <laughs> just like starving it's like don't get too close to this cages <laughs> no at kidding. night but some of the cages you could walk into what yeah but not like nine cages it was like flying squirrel cages and stuff like that where you look up and you're like i don't even see any and then <laughs> like you're like did a Magic carpet just (laughs) fly over my head because that thing was huge. Like, that would never go in America. Never. I don't know. Just go in with these animals. I'm sure it'll be okay. Only
0: because, like, and they probably don't have any incidents. Yeah, probably not. And you brought that to America, it would be day one. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Somebody would have a problem.
1: Yeah. Somebody gets in there, yeah. tries to eat a squirrel, yeah. tries to feed Does it a Does something
0: foolish. <laughs> yeah. Then the squirrel attacks them, and then they sue the zoo.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just so, so stupid. Yeah, that's why we I, can't have
0: nice things, America.
1: I think the. Obviously, the food restriction or the, the f- food regulations and stuff over there. I don't know. Well, I wonder if that's the test market, and then they come over here and they.
0: I yeah. say congratulations.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're into it.
0: Congratulations. A mac and cheese chicken that, sandwich. I, I, I don't know about you all, but I dig comfort food. I do. Yeah. I love it. I love mac and cheese. I like mashed potatoes. I like uh, chicken. I like, you know, these are comfort foods to me. Gravy. <laughs> fuck.
1: You, you're you sick of having to get your chicken and then get a bunch of sides. You want it all to be in the sandwich.
0: I want Give it me a, coagulated. <laughs> Into what? Because that's what I end up doing anyway. I get a right. little bit of this on my fork, a little bit of that on my mm-hmm, fork, mm-hmm. and then a, a little bit of chicken the on my fork. Perfect bite. And then I so right. might as well get it all there to begin. So with. we
1: need a a, a a mac and cheese top bun, and then a a, a, a mashed potatoes and gravy bottom bun and then mm-hmm. chicken in the middle yeah that's your wow. that's your fantasy original, sandwich.
0: original recipe forget about it fantasy sandwich oh my god <laughs> number
1: one draft in my fantasy sandwich draft
0: <laughs> oh my god oh god thinking about it it's just getting me excited alright real quick and then we're gonna wrap it up and say goodbye okay um, you're on death row and you your last meal they give you anything you want last meal oh
1: god last meal last
0: meal on earth what's it gonna be
1: Probably, oh, I want to say my mom's lasagna. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. I love my mom's that's lasagna. That's so sweet and nice. That's what I always picked every birthday. So that's like the first thing that comes to my mind. That's And I got it on a plate that said, you are special today.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> the red awesome. plate only
1: came out once a year. No, nope, yeah. just this one day, you're special. Day you're I'm special. not going to beat you this one day. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: enjoy it. What about you, Jen? Uh, burritos.
0: From any particular place? Multiple burritos. Or can I just, can I get you just some Del Monte frozen ones?
2: I like, uh, there's a place on Coldwater Canyon called Hugo's Mm -hmm. Taco Stand and they do the best burritos and they're also so cheap, but they do like, they do this uh, barbecue salsa, so it's like sweet and spicy. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I just have to say, this is your
0: last meal on earth.
1: It's also a big fuck you to the guards who are going to have to clean up her mess after execution. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I want a burrito with hot salsa. Hot. (laughs) Everything's coming out hot after I eat this burrito. It's probably going to come out before you flip the switch.
0: More refried beans with super salsa. You don't even like it. Your, Your eyes are burning. And a
1: coffee. Yeah.
0: And a hot coffee to tap it off because this is coming right back at you. <laughs>
1: yeah. What about you,
0: Riggle? Oh god. Um that is a tough question. I I when you said something, you know, your mom's lasagna, it sparked a thought in my mind. My mom's uh hot brown is one of my favorite.
1: <laughs> oh god. Hot brown sounds like what we were just talking about coming out of Cheyenne.
0: <laughs> it's a it's a um, it could be conceived of that. Uh, <laughs> you, could, you could say it's...
1: No offense to your mom. Um, I'm sure she's a great cook.
0: It's called... Uh, actually, I think the full name of it is Kentucky Hot Brown. And, <laughs> that doesn't
1: make it better. It sounds uh, even and, grosser.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it started at the Brown Hotel in Louisville. Oh, okay. And uh, it's uh, it was a recipe there, but my mom does it. At, um, she just does it. She does it better than the Brown Hotel. Oh. Um, And it's... It's uh, lightly toasted toast on the bottom. Okay. Then you put uh, turkey, real turkey. Okay. Not sliced bullshit. Real turkey. <laughs> and then you put bacon on top. Mm-hmm. And then you drown it in this cheese sauce. Oh. And then you bake it. <gasps> and it is so good. <laughs> that it's, it's hard for me to process sometimes how good it is. Like when we have it at home, um, it got to the point where my mom would make my own pan for me <laughs> because I didn't like to share And I would take way more than I should. Nobody got any. So, okay. uh, that's how good it she is. She
1: learned and she adapted yeah, and
0: she adapted and she just, you know, figured it out. Um, that so I would good. say, I would say that I was going to say, you know, the classic, give me a porterhouse, Give me, you know, mm-hmm. all that, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy (laughs) but the the hot brown hot brown hot brown and then i will process it into hot brown uh and send it out the back door (laughs) when they electrocute me double hot brown (laughs) then it's double hot brown
1: (laughs) that sounds like the act the only food i could ever imagine you ever saying you wanted
0: that sounds like a wriggle food all right Uh. suckers uh, thank you for listening to Wriggles picks. Um, uh, we learned a lot today yeah <laughs> we learned a lot a today lot. We covered a lot of ground um, but thank you for listening as always we are very grateful and uh, this is Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah
1: Tiana along
0: with Chandler. Thanks for joining us for Riggles picks